0: Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate that. Uh, Thanks for letting me into your your quarantine space. Hope you're healthy and uh, safe, all that good stuff. You know, one way I'm getting through this whole quarantine thing, uh, I'm I'm leaning on some some vices, one of which being Natamu ice cream. They're based out of Austin, and... I think they're nationwide, but it's this little company that makes these plant-based ice creams. I think mainly they use coconut milk. Uh, The the one that I am obsessed with right now, it's the flavor called Caramel Cold Brew and Cockies. (laughs) Oh, God damn it. Uh, It's called Caramel Cold Brew and Cookies which is every bit as good as it sounds. Maybe better, actually. Um, At first I thought it was just gonna be all sort of ground up together, mixed together, and I'm enjoying it just like that. But then I get about a quarter inch into the pint and realize that they have generously given me this huge swirl of caramel, you know, kind of all throughout the pint. And uh, it's the perfect blend for me as far as flavor palette goes because you got the sweetness of the cookies and cream. Uh, you got the caramel, but then there's that cold brew that kind of cuts through and gives you the other side, the bitter side. And I think it's got a little bit of caffeine in it. You know, uh, I would I would venture to say yes, because even though it's been processed and put into to ice cream, the the caffeine is still there. Maybe it's just psychosomatic. I don't know, but it's delicious. It's worth every calorie. <laughs> uh, it's definitely not a health food. I'm, I'm going to put that disclosure up there up front. But it's uh, these are trying times, right? So we have to look for those those little treats where we can get them to, to get us through. <laughs> Another treat right now that's out is the, the new Pearl Jam. Gigaton is the name of that album. There's a on first listen I I really love this album like uh probably more so than the last few um I've been a Pearl Jam fan from the beginning though um I've I've kind of just stayed with them I know a lot of people sort of fell off after the first couple albums because they just they took it in a whole different direction because they wanted to avoid being sort of niched and pigeonholed into a certain genre and they actually tried to become less popular, and I think they succeeded, and by doing so, created a very devout following. Yeah, Pearl Jam fans don't mess around. I know Angie and James have tickets to go see them, I think, next month, and they're probably not going to get to go to. That's, That's heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, the the new album is out and it's definitely worth uh, a listen. I don't know how many times I have to listen to an album, um, before I can really ultimately decide if I like it or not. Um, I liked it on first listen, but there's been a few albums where I'm immediately in love with the album on first listen, but after a few years go by, it sort of wears off. And The opposite happens with albums where I've listened to them on a first, second listen. And I'm like, man, I just don't get into this. And then those turn into some of my favorites. So we'll see how this weathers. Um, Another unexpected little treat was uh, Bob Dylan released a 17-minute long song. This was uh, just a few days ago. All about the assassination of JFK. And it's, it's really hypnotic. Um, I mean, knowing Dylan, this is probably the short version, but it's called uh, a Murder So Foul. Murder Most Foul. And it's it just has so many great lines in it. Um, these are some of my favorite, though. He says, uh, What's new, Pussycat? what I say? I said, The soul of a nation been torn away. And it's beginning to... And it's beginning to go into slow decay, and it's 36 hours past Judgment Day. Now, even if this song is about an event that happened almost 60 years ago, uh, a lot of these lyrics, I think, kind of ring true right now. They're very poignant, which may be why he released it for us, because in his post, it sounded like it wasn't a brand new one. You know, he... Probably had this one in the vault for a while. Um, he hasn't released an album of new material since 2012, I want to say. Uh, since then, he's put out some new albums, but they are all, um, I believe, like jazz standards or something like that. Um, not my favorite era of Dylan, but hey, you know, it's Bob Dylan. He put out so many great albums that um, he can do whatever the hell he wants right now, <laughs> you know. But this one is uh, probably my favorite thing he's he's put out in a long time. Um my daughter and I were on the dog walk the other day and this was probably one of the highlights of my week. She just out of the blue said, "I love Bob Dylan." <laughs> and I'll be honest, that might be the pinnacle of my parenting career. You know, there've been numerous times where I was proud of her for, you know, sharing her toys or being kind to you know another child or something but this was next level stuff um it it really it made my week (laughs) dog walks are about the only outings that we have right now they've uh they've locked us down here in austin uh and i think all the surrounding areas and i'm learning a lot of new phrases you know since this all took place what have we got here? Uh, flattening the Curve. Everybody knows that one, right? Social distancing. That's one that gets a lot of airtime. Um, but this latest one is uh, Shelter in Place, which to me, when I first heard it, it reminded me of Running in Place. It's kind of the same concept a little bit. Um, it says here, uh, essentially, sh- Sheltering in place means staying at home. People should stay in their homes unless they need to leave for essential activities and work. I know some people use that essential term kind of loosely because some people have a hard time staying home. It's it's difficult. Um, they've even had to deploy the National Guard in some states. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens here because uh, people have a lot of FOMO in Austin especially during the spring, you know, they've uh, already had the spring fever, but now they've got to be quarantined during a time when they probably would normally be going out to live music events and parks, all that stuff. And they have to, to not do that now. And it's it's difficult for some. I kind of look at it like being on a spaceship. That's what quarantine is like for me. You know, I'm on a I'm on the Star Trek, I'm on the Starship Enterprise, I can leave temporarily, you know, I can take the shuttle to the grocery store, or I can uh, go for a walk or a run, like you would if you beam down to the surface of another planet, but you have to get back to the spaceship, you know, as soon as possible, uh, that's that's just the way it works, otherwise you might encounter some, you know, some some catastrophes out there. <laughs> If you, you just can't stay in open space for indefinite periods of time. I, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek, as you may have picked up on. It's, uh, I think I've been gravitating towards it because of its hopeful view of future humans. You know, in this world, the universe that Star Trek imagines, uh, things were getting so bad on Earth that they decided to become one country, uh, they got rid of money, um, and they just, everybody lives in this utopian society where you contribute your part for the community. And I don't know, I, I think there's a lot of lessons, actually, to be learned from that. Um, there's a lot of lessons, I think, that we can learn from all of this. I I think that we could eventually evolve into those humans that Star Trek imagines. Um, Eckhart Tolle says that this whole shelter in place and, you know, sort of slowing down is good for us because it's allowing us to sort of take our time with things and not be in such a rush to go from one place to the next. And it's a chance to just observe stillness in the, in the late afternoons, we go outside and the kid gets in the little uh, little pool, the little waiter pool thing. And we just sit there and look at these lizards that run along the fence. <laughs> We've even took to naming a few of them. Um, and you just notice things that you didn't before. Uh, I'm just sitting out there enjoying the breeze. And as much as I want this to end and for everybody to be safe and us to not have a, a looming virus out there i do think that this is a good you know a good chance to just sort of absorb that stillness i kind of see the other lesson in this is that humans just need to slow their roll you know i, I think this is um, a correction the virus that is it's not an accident it's more of a wake-up call because We've been treating the environment like an assembly line, you know, for far too long. We're just trying to exploit as many resources as we can, eat whatever animal we want to. And there's a funny meme going around about how Mother Nature has sent us all to our room for being assholes. And as funny as that is, there's a lot of truth to it. I think uh, this is more of just an immune response from the earth. Some of the other good things, you know, that have come out of this is that I see people being more friendly, at least some, you know, I I think whenever there is a stressful event like this, of course, we've never had one quite like this, but when things like this happen, it brings out the best and the worst of people. You kind of see people's true colors. And I've just noticed that a lot of people, for one, they're more active out in the neighborhood now. You know, we see a lot more foot traffic when we're on our dog walks than we used to. You know, I I even saw this one family because I typically take my lunch break and get the dogs together, uh, put the kid in the jogging stroller and just head out. And we sort of take the same route more or less. And there's always a family uh, out about that time. With a doing a picnic just out on the lawn. And you don't see that kind of thing in normal times. Um, People actually say hi now. It's kind of a new thing. Uh, I was running the other day and this guy, he he stops and he says, Hey, good job staying healthy, you know? (laughs) Um, Because my, I guess my health now, it's a, he, he is, He's concerned about it in a genuine way because that means he has less of a chance of getting sick if, if I'm staying healthy. Um, I just feel it's odd because I feel more of a sense of community since the isolation started than I did before. Uh, people are calling each other again. Remember those, the old-fashioned phone calls? Uh, I've talked to three people on the phone this week. That's a record for me. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, very interesting. Uh, Kim even had a Zoom happy hour. There was like I don't know, fifteen people on that call, just like all chilling, uh, having some drinks, catching up. And uh, yeah, apparently Zoom is not just for business meetings. It's uh, it's for fun stuff too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into this because you know we kind of see what we want to see. Um, so I'm I'm on the lookout for friendly people. Um. But I, I really do think that there's there's really cool things happening right now. One of the big trends uh, is the neighborhood bear hunt or scavenger hunt. People all over the world are placing stuffed animals, these uh, teddy bears, in their windows so that kids can, while they're out on a walk, do these scavenger hunts. And um, I'll be honest, I, I've spotted three or four this week, and... I probably get into it more than my daughter does, but uh, if you want to make a parent's day or a kid's day, put one of those bears in your uh, window or on your car. I've, I've seen one that was just strapped to a mailbox. <laughs> they get very creative with them. Uh, there was a picture of one. That, this wasn't in my neighborhood, but somebody had a medical mask on their teddy bear. Thought that was that was pretty funny, right? But for all this good, we also have. <laughs> The other side of this where people are just, I don't know, we really see what our, our leadership is made of, made up of. You know what I mean? I mean, because they're telling us it's going to be over with by Easter. Have you heard this? I'm sure you have. The official word from, from the White House is uh, business as usual by Easter. Yeah, the president wants packed churches, which makes me wonder, which, uh, which church will he be attending that's packed? I'd love to see that. This seems like a colossal mistake. And uh, in, just in New York, which seems to be the epicenter, the C-19 cases triple every three days. At least that was the last statistic that I, I've i heard. Uh, I know I said a few weeks back that, you know, the media has this tendency to scare everybody. Well, I think the executive branch of our government is trying to do the exact opposite they're they're not scared enough <laughs> and uh our president is alo- isn't alone on this either here in texas lieutenant governor dan patrick he had this to say he says as a senior citizen are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping the america that america loves for your children and grandchildren and if that's the exchange i'm all in so let's, let's really dissect here what he's trying to say. I, it's basically like suck it up and just get out there because we don't want to lose our standing in the economy. We can't have another crash, which I get it. Money is important. You know, I can't even, I'll be honest, I haven't even looked at my 401k since this whole thing happened. I'm like, nope, not even going to log in. <laughs> I'm going to wait till this all blows over, but I'm, I'm sure it's, it's getting pummeled, but you know, these are people's lives, you know, this guy wants to throw grandma under the bus for his stock portfolio, and the irony is, Dan Patrick, is that you claim to be pro-life, <laughs> uh, I don't know, that's, that's a, what I would call hypocrisy, yeah, that's what that is, shame on you, sir. It's worth noting that no medical expert thinks that this timeline is a good idea. And I've searched. I I've, I've did a, I don't know, you know, maybe a 15-minute search for any anyone in the medical industry, you know, the medical profession that thinks that uh this this timeline is good. And uh can't find any as of yet. I think the president and uh Lieutenant Governor Patrick are like those kids at spring break last week that I saw on the, it was, I think, a Now This video, where they're like, if I get Corona, I get Corona, you know. <laughs> they're not going to let a virus get in the way of their, their stock market, just like the the kids weren't letting this uh, this thing get in the way of their spring break. Really, what's the difference, you know? I mean, at least the kids, you can say, well, they're just being stupid kids, right? They're Gen Z, they don't care about this stuff yet, you know, but Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and the president, these are, you know, these are supposed to be adults. Here's another term I learned this week, COVIDiot. According to the Urban Dictionary, a COVIDiot is someone who ignores the warnings regarding public health or safety or a person who hoards goods, denying them from their neighbors. I've seen a lot of people comparing what's happening right now to the TV show The Walking Dead. And I do see some correlations, but uh, only instead of zombies, we have COVID-iots. Uh Both are brain dead and very dangerous, so beware of the COVIDiots out there. I hope you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for joining me and listening it, uh, it really does mean a lot to me uh, makes me think I'm not just talking to myself when I see that people are listening um, you're like the unseen friend that I have every week that I can talk to hope I can uh, return the favor you can contact me at the coffeebuzzpodcast.com. until next week stay healthy stay safe